You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know. I've got you covered every weekday morning. All right, good morning. How are you? I know it's 6.50, it's Friday, November 25th, and there's not as much snow on the storm board as we would have liked, is there? No, precipitation kicked off at precisely 9.40pm last night at the base of Blackcomb as I was leaving Nagomi Sushi, but yeah, quite a lot of wet precip overnight, not turning to snow until about 5am at Pig Alley this morning, just a small dusting, really warm in fact, still at Pig Alley. Oh yeah, above freezing, rocking at 0.7 degrees and temperatures have been above freezing until really quite recently. Yeah, rendezvous above freezing until about just an hour ago, like four, yeah, like 5.30 in the morning. So really warm temperatures up there with some pretty gnarly winds as well in the high alpine. Of course, that's not open to us right now, but the horsemen saw winds of above 140 k's an hour around mid night last night and the peak topped out over 120. So some pretty gnarly winds with that sort of change in uh, weather and that's going to be happening as well throughout the next couple of days. Some really cold temperatures. Oh yeah, you've seen them coming our way sort of Monday really with some really clear visibility though. Yeah, Monday through Tuesday, Wednesday, we're going to see some frigid Arctic air come in uh, outflowing from the north. So, oh yeah, get ready for uh, some cold temps. But snow-wise over the next few days, no, there's differing reports on how much we're going to receive. During the day today, we're due to receive a few more centimetres. In fact, Whistlebackcomb's forecast estimating sort of, say, five to eight. But other forecasts have a quite a uh, conservative estimate of just a few more centimetres through today. And then tomorrow, uh, Saturday evening, potentially five plus centimetres, like small amounts of precip. So obviously, we'd all like to see more than, uh, more than yeah, what's estimated. But the freezing level luckily due to drop throughout the course of the day today. So what can you expect to see up there, you wonder? Hmm. Well, after yesterday's really high freezing levels, it's going to be, yeah, interesting underfoot. (laughs) Uh, Tacky potentially, yeah, um, as uh, you you really want to have made sure that you've waxed your skis ready for the beginning of the season. (laughs) Uh, Treason level due to drop throughout the day. Runs wise, you might be wondering just how many runs are open. Well, you've got three on the Blackcomb uh, upper gondola along with three on Catskin and two on Jersey Cream. That includes sort of Wishbone, uh, to zigzag, choke a park, uh, not really, <laughs> along with easy out, that kind of thing. But if you're on Whistler, you've got three on Emerald and five on the Whistler Village Gondola and three on Big Red. So like Papoose, Orange Peel, Pony Trail Lower, along with Whiskey Jack, Ego Bowl, and uh, along with Expressway. And it happens to an Upper Olympic, of course. So yeah, those are your conditions, super early season. It is a mandatory download. Great news on operating yesterday for uh, smoothness of it just to actually low volume. But I really hope you're not getting into trouble trying to uh, to, <laughs> to ski uh, this early in the season. Don't get me wrong. 
I love to ski the grass on Gaper Day, but we just don't have the legs for it, so take it easy. <laughs> Current base is 65 centimeters, but over the weekend, hoping for more snow and with this freezing level, but remains to see if we'll receive as much as, say, 15 over the course of the weekend. I know, I know. Um, uh, I want to hear if it's true there were donuts, by the way, given out to uh, yesterday morning as people were uploading. But the shuttle from Creekside appears to have been going really smoothly with drop-offs at Blackcomb uh, Upper Village by the Day Lodge, as well as at the Gondola Transit Loop, and of course getting picked up and dropping off in front of Legends there and the Parkade, the old Greyhound bus station. So yeah, um, what else to let you know? Well, Valley Weather, how about that? Mm. Oh, well, of course, sorry to let you know, too, that your first AVI report, yeah, the Avalanche forecast of the season will be issued today at 4 p.m. from Avalanche Canada. But some great intel from somebody on the South Coast touring page, actually, today about that, yeah, below... 1,200 meters almost has no snow. This was on Paul Ridge, yeah, uh, where there was about 10 to 15 centimeters of some wet, dense new snow over the previous surface, which was actually bonding well and smoothing things out. But quite a bit of a walk there too. On the webcam for the Duffy this morning, on the road webcam, looks like rain as opposed to actually snow even at that elevation through the Duffy. So yeah, wet road conditions, the trees are free of snow. So really, yeah, that freezing level really shot up. So it's really going to affect uh, backcountry travel on the Duffy for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for roads-wise, wait a minute. I'm rushing. Uh, let me give you the valley forecast for the next couple of days. Looking for a high of three degrees today. Mostly rain to be expected in the valley before that freezing level really cools off and brings us snow, maybe five centimeters in the valley tomorrow. Yesterday's high was 5.4 degrees, looking at a high of three degrees today. Pretty mild temperatures overnight, like minus two, minus three, up until uh, Monday when we're really going to see a change. Sunday evening, in fact, it's going to get down to minus six. We'll have that high pressure come through and uh, cold Arctic care looking for a high of just maybe minus two monday i think that might change and be cooler but we'll see uh, but chance of snurry slow wet flurries and wet snow saturday in particular yeah sunrise is 741 sunset is at 417 and i can't believe that this temperature was recorded on this day in 2013 is this right no way 23 degrees in whistler on 2013 Oh boy, coldest temperatures were minus 15 in the valley, minus 15.5 in 1985 on November 25th. Brr. Brr. Quite a temperature swing, eh? Nuts. So let me tell you a couple things, uh, events that are coming up, like, well, how about the fact that the staff housing bus service on Route 7 is actually free from right now until April 2nd, but only between 6 p.m. and 8 p.m.? Yes, now you know. Okay, didn't know that one. Uh, Whistler Olympic Park opens tomorrow. However, just for extended weekends until there's more natural snow that flies. So public access is Fridays through Sundays with only cross-country cross skiing available. So with the dog-friendly trails, snowshoeing, tobogganing, they're not available along with the biathlon right now. But the Whistler Olympic Plaza ice skating does open today, 11 till 8.30, with a couple of maintenance closures between that time too. If you have your own skates, it's $9. Uh, sorry, $2. If you need skates, it's 9 bucks. There we go. Yeah. 
Uh, also, lots happening over the weekend, like, of course, the continuation of the International Bob Said Skeleton Foundation's World Cup. I believe the skeleton was yesterday, really hoping to spectate this afternoon at the Siding Centre, free to spectate and amazing to watch and amazing to do if you've never done it. Oh, boy, I can tell you about the skeleton. <laughs> Spicy. But uh, quite a few things coming up. Of course, it was American Thanksgiving yesterday, potential for more volume in town this weekend. Didn't really notice, uh, yeah, um, any huge delays yesterday. Maybe more skiers planning on skiing today, having travelled yesterday. Keep your eyes peeled for that, of course. But coming up this weekend... In fact, tonight, a great opportunity to learn in a traditional Lil Watt drum making workshop tonight at the Murray Young Arts Centre at 6.15. It is $60 to participate. Also today, well, the ukulele strum along that I mentioned at the library happening too. But tomorrow, the hair farmers are going to be playing at uh, Dusty's at 3 p.m., followed by a whole lot of lead. Yeah, with Grateful Greg, of course, from the hair farmers. Uh, they'll be playing at 9 p.m. at Dusty's tomorrow night. Yeah, but a couple of art markets, artisan markets for your diary this weekend. The Whistler Artisan Market, it's first actually happening in Whistler. Um, in fact, I say first, uh, yeah, since the biggest one since 2019. It's going to be 40 plus vendors there with a range of clothing, artisanal accessories, foods, toys, ceramics, jewelry, you name it. And that'll be at the Fairmont Chateau starting tomorrow, 11 till 6. Great job, Carly Fox, on organizing that. I'm really looking forward to checking it out. And at the Squamish Lillard Cultural Center, the Bratz Biz Youth Artisan Market too, for has 40 young artists uh, at its annual craft fair young artists at that with a mission being free for holiday shoppers that's 11 till 5 so both in the upper village right next to each other a great opportunity to support local artists and get some amazing locally crafted stuff for christmas mm. Also coming up, uh, a heads up actually about the library's book club coming up on Monday. They're meeting in person at seven o'clock and they are reading what sounded like a really fantastical book, actually, A House in the Cerulean Sea by TJ Klune. You've still got time to read it. And if you can't get a copy at the library, you can actually buy one at Armchair Books and receive a 15% off discount when you mention the book club. So still time to read it if you want to crush that over the weekend. But there will be no meeting of the book club in December. In January, they're going to be reading Cloud Cuckoo Land by Anthony Doa. And then in February, they'll be discussing Washington Black by Essie Edogian. So yeah, get reading. Great opportunity to get involved and meet other people at the local community book club. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the games night that's happening at the library from 7 p.m. too. Uh, that'll be at the library on Monday. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, also wanted to let you know, too, that the Whistler Museum is going to be selling some of its archival prints at the Whistler Artisan Market uh, at the Fairmont Chateau, which would be really cool to see. But local news here. Uh, huge props to Kumi and Sego, friends, colleagues of mine, who, oh yeah, camped out for no one but two nights to get first chair on Whistler yesterday. And they were rewarded with even a bit of prizing, too. So well done, Sego. I cannot believe you did it for two nights, even watching uh, the World Cup and Japan do well. So uh, yeah, well done. Super good. Sugoi. Uh, Suburashi, in fact. But Somebody was asking, yeah, uh, how did the whole Creekside shuttle line merging go? Really great, actually, to chat to Jeff Buckheister on Mountain FM yesterday. And you know what? 
it's of course a challenge. It's not ideal, but rolling with the punches. We're a versatile people. We're skiing. Life's good. I want to hear about the free donuts. Was that a thing? Stop pulling my leg if that's the case. If you're looking for more apres ski activities, Mojo's have announced that they're going to be doing Snowjo's. We can make jokes about this, but are happening on payday Friday. So every other Friday, uh, starting this week with like a retro ski theme. And I want to hear about the snow machines, what that's about. But uh, yeah, okay. Complimentary entry and drink, apparently. Uh, Different themes and giveaways for best dressed each night. Okay, good to know. Good to know. But let's give a couple birthday shout outs, shall we? Wrap her up for today because... Oh yeah, I'm going up for some turns, some lefts and rights. Crystal Dawn's birthday was just a couple days ago. I want to wish her a happy birthday. Uh, Along with Jeremy Points coming up tomorrow. Happy birthday. Jorge Munoz Santos's birthday too tomorrow. Along with Pavel Marisov's tomorrow. Uh, Sam Marrow, uh, Tom Conway, Taylor Murphy's on Sunday as well. So happy birthday to you all. I'm going to give you some throwback facts though. From Stinkies on the Stroll, starting with this one because, uh, well, obviously I'm a little attached or invested in this fact about the wireless telegraph. That's right. The first ever advertisement for a radio set advertised at $8.50 a set in the Scientific American, uh, which claimed to receive signals for up to one mile. Mm-hmm. That was on this day in 1905. Cool to know. 1783, Britain evacuated New York City, its last military position in the US. Yeah, 1783. Uh, Another fact for you here, if you're into sports broadcasting, in this day in 1979, on this day, I should say, Pat Summerall and John Madden broadcasted their first ever game together, a pairing that lasted 22 years. Mm Mm-hmm. I know, cool. Along with the fact, do you know that John Lennon returned his MBE to the Queen on this day in 1969? Yeah, that was on the grounds of the UK's involvement in the Nigeria-Biafra war. Yeah, uh-huh. good to know, eh? Well, you do now. Uh, along with the fact that Joni Mitchell, well, the band, made their final performance and the last waltz that was held on American Thanksgiving Day in San Fran which, of course, Martin Scorsese made into the documentary of the same name. Yeah, uh-huh. that was this day. Uh, a few years later in 1984, Do They Know It's Christmas? You know, the song that, of course, Bob Geldof wrote and, and got everybody involved in. It was recorded on this day in 1984. And, you know, that raised over like $8 million, became the best-selling record ever at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boom. Um, The Bodyguard opened, yeah, with Whitney Houston, Kevin Costner on this day in 1992. That soundtrack became the best-selling soundtrack of all time at 42 million copies worldwide. I wonder what Forrest Gump, the Forrest Gump soundtrack has sold. You know, that came out in 1994. Be curious to know that. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, time's ticking. Let's give you a joke of the day. I like this one. It made me laugh a little. Um, Where do you learn to make a banana split? Sunday school. <laughs> and today's track of the day, I'm really digging from an English musician. She's from Watford, and for anybody who's from the South, they think anything north of Watford Gap is like north, innit? That ain't the case, bruv. All right, let's be really clear on this. <laughs> Even the Midlands ain't north. Okay, you've got to be near 
Hadrian's Wall or Summit. I don't know what qualifies it. Even Sheffield is like a southern riding. I'll go say Sheffield's from north for sure. But anyway, uh, Connie Constance is an English songwriter. She's from Watford in England. And I'm really digging her track that is track of the day today called uh, Till the World's Awake. I hope you're awake for another day of skiing. I hope yesterday went super well. Sure, it's early season, but we'll get there. Snow will arrive, just not as much as we'd like this weekend or before that cold snap arrives Monday. Brr. So I'll chat to you Monday morning. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. Happy Friday. The Whistle Pulse podcast is here for you every weekday morning at 7.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Stroll on down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.